Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Your wounded has no cure Your injury beyond healing There's no one you can call For your soul No remedy All your allies turned away They care nothing for you I struck you like an enemy And punished you like the cruel For your guilt is great And many are your sins Why cry about your wounds For a pain there is no
heavens proclaim His righteousness. All people see His glory, the glory of the only Son who came from the Father with grace and truth. His glory shines over the earth and strengthen us with power through His Holy Spirit. His glory will take you from emptiness into fullness, weariness to energy, from lack to abundance, from sickness to wholeness, yeah. Oh, man. 
glory, glory, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, glory, glory, glory to your name. You are our God. You are all we need. And today we can say glory, 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 glory to the King. We bless you today. We honor you. We give you praise. Holy Spirit, you're always welcome in this place. You are the one that guide us. You're the one that speak through us and to us. And we can say today, glory, glory, glory. King of kings and Lord of lords, our everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the God that is going to be today, tomorrow, and forever, the only true God, our Counselor, our Protector, our Guide, you are all we need. So today we can say glory, glory, glory to your name. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love, for compassion. Thank you for providing. Thank you, Lord, for making us whole. Thank you for supernatural strength that only comes from you. Thank you for supernatural wisdom, supernatural discernment. Father, we just praise you. It's an honor to be part of your kingdom. It is an honor that you have called us and separated us unto yourself. Stay with us as we share what you have put in my heart, as we share what it is important for this season. Lord, open our hearts so we can understand clearly what you're saying to us. We need your guidance, discernment and wisdom, knowledge, more than anything in the world, Lord. Your word says that we will perish for lack of knowledge. Lord, teach us. We're hungry for you. There are mysteries. That you desire to share with us. Here we are, every day waiting on you, every day confiding in you, every day trusting in you, because you are the only one that we can trust. 
Let your glory fall in each one of us tonight, Lord. Let your glory fall on us tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you're working in us. Thank you for burning all those things that are not of you, Lord. Thank you for removing away from us thoughts that are not of you, plans that we have that are not of you. And we honor you. Without you, we cannot do anything, Lord. You are our fortress. You are our deliverer. Speak to us tonight. Minister. What is in your heart, Lord? We don't have an agenda. We're just here waiting on you. Seeking your faith, honoring you, Lord. Renew our mind. Reconcile us back to you, Lord. Restore us. We submit to you. Our minds are submitted to you. Our heart is submitted to you. Our decisions are submitted to you. Father God, only you. It is so good to be here again, Lord. To know that you are here. We don't need to feel anything to know that you're here. Because you said that where two or three are gathering your name, you'll be in the midst of them. So we know that you're here. Thank you, because we feel your presence, we feel your anointing. But even if we didn't feel anything, because we don't go by feeling, we go by what your word says, we know that you're here. As we share, as we open our heart to you, the glory and the honor forever and ever and ever. Stay with us. Have your way. Take full control 
of the words that are going to come out of my mouth. Don't let me say anything that it is not of you. Or maybe it might be of you, but it's not the right timing. You control me. I am your slave. And it's an honor to let you take control. Thank you for the dreams that you have given us. Thank you for using dreams to guide us. Mighty, powerful God. We pray, Lord, for every country, for our sisters and brothers all over the world. Like you prophets are saying, it is approaching and it's approaching quickly. Even for that situation with war, Father God, We know it's coming. We don't know when. You said that we shall fear not. Because those that are totally surrendered to you, there is nothing to fear. Give us discernment and wisdom to prepare for what is ahead. Guide us according to your plan and purpose. Lord, for everyone that is listening and for those that will listen at a later day, I pray that you will give them supernatural wisdom and discernment. Lord, that they will start value the assignment that you have for them. That you created all of us with a plan and a purpose. That whatever we came to do on this earth, we will do it to the best of our ability and you will say that day, well done. You created each one of us. So today we choose to give our life back to you. We place our life, our desires, our wants in your hands. For you to have your way. Father, for everyone that is listening today, I pray that by the end of this podcast, they will have a holy encounter with you, Lord. That even in the days ahead, as they go about, that they will 
feel your presence and the power of the Holy Spirit in their life like they have never felt it before. That you will open their minds, their eyes, that you prepare their heart, Lord, that you will bless their coming in and going out. Father, that the families will become one. That if there is any sickness, we declare that they will be whole. If there is any financial oppression, we declare that it is no longer but abundance will overtake them. Direction will be clear because they have chosen to bow down to you and follow you, Lord. Lord, you said, fear not, fear not, fear not, many times. And in the days ahead, Lord, so many things are going to start happening, but we can't fear. Because where there is love, fear cannot exist. Where there is love, fear cannot exist. You have not given us the spirit of fear. And we are more than conquerors in everything that we need to do. We will always conquer because of you, Lord. Because we have your DNA. We can rejoice. So you be the glory, Lord. Thank you, Father. We receive those prayers. We receive clarity like never before to do that which you have called us to do. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. You know that our desire is to share what you have put in our heart Lord, that the people will understand that we are in a critical time, that we cannot lose not even a minute. Because our time, it is in your hands. Prepare America, Lord. Prepare all those that Sisters and brothers, Lord, because we know that just because you go to church, it does not mean anything. It is about having a personal relationship. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. We are blessed coming in and we are blessed going out. And we thank you for your word because it is life. In Jesus' name. We are blessed and highly favored all the days of our life. In Jesus' name, praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you for joining us 
tonight. And I pray that you will be blessed because every week the Lord give us something special. Just because of the time that we are in, we need to hear from him every day. We need to know what he wants us to do. We need to know who are the people that we need to be connected with. Who are those that God has to disconnect us from. If we don't have wisdom and discernment, and if we do not take seriously the call of God in our lives, we're going to be in trouble because God has a destiny for you. God has a destiny for me. God has an assignment. Before the foundation of the world, He knew us. And He has written in His book the assignment that we must fulfill. And it is sad to say, but very few will fulfill that assignment because we tend to do what we want, when we want, but we cannot comprehend, and it's okay because I cannot even comprehend what I'm doing. But as he guides me and as he speaks to me, I just move on. I don't ask questions. And that's what we need to do if we want to fulfill our destiny. What God has for you and me, our mind cannot comprehend it, cannot understand it. So that's why when we hear his voice, he said to pay attention. If we don't understand, which is the majority of the time, we just do as he says, and we continue to believe what he's saying to us. Amen. Again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And tonight, we're going to continue talking about destiny, discernment, and timing. As I mentioned to you week after week, this is what is in God's heart. After we become born again, and after we come into a relationship with God, we become one with him. The only way to become one with him is by spending time in his presence, by worshiping him, by talking to him, because he is your best friend. The next thing that we need to have in mind, it is that he created us to fulfill an assignment on this earth. In order for us to fulfill that assignment, there are three things that are really, really important. And our wisdom, discernment, timing for, and location. When God wrote down your assignment or my assignment, he wrote down location. He wrote down timing. 
And many, many times we do not understand how important discernment is, wisdom, location, and timing. It is always in his time. It's never in our time. I also pray that as you see everything that is going on and, uh, you know, February and March is when everything is going to start happening, that you have a plan for you and your family, that in your mind you are prepared for war because it's going to be a spiritual war that we have never seen before. That's why it's so important for us to have discernment, wisdom, to know God's timing and where we supposed to be. One of the things that the Lord was talking to me about is to tell you, and when I say to tell you, is to tell myself that the company that we keep will greatly impact our destiny. I'm going to say that again. The company that we keep will greatly impact our destiny. When we have been called to the ministry, everyone has been called to the ministry. But when you know that it is time for that assignment to start producing for the kingdom of God, you need to be careful who your friends are, even family, co-workers, because you cannot take a chance to be around people that will destroy God's plan and purpose for your life. Many times these people are jealous, but many times they don't even know what they're doing because they are part of Satan's agenda for your life. That's why every single day, you need to pray and ask God to remove from your life anybody or anything that is obstructing your destiny. God has given all of us gift. And God is telling you today, be careful the way that you use your gift. Remember, those are gifts that come from God. You and me are only a steward of those gifts. I pray that this word destiny or assignment will go so deep inside your heart and your being that you will from now on keep focus on fulfilling your destiny. 
listening to God, what he wants you to do. And I'm going to tell you something. Usually it is not what you're doing because I've been there. Not because it is a good thing. It means it's a God thing. Okay. Not because it is a good thing. It means that there is a God thing. And we need to only, I'll tell you this, only by the grace of God, we will make it. Because there's so many distractions around us. Especially if God has a specific assignment for you where you're going to bring, let's say, hundreds or thousands of people into the kingdom, the enemy will use whatever he can to distract you from that assignment. He was telling me to tell all of you, including me, that the things that he permitted before, that he will no longer will allow it. He was telling me about us taking our time, making decisions without consulting God. I was listening this morning at five o'clock in the morning to a prophetic word. And this man of God, he's from another country. This man of God says, to be so, so careful with the people that you are around. That it is better to be alone than to be around people. You only need in your life one bad connection to destroy and lose everything that God has for you. So remember, the uh, grace and mercy that was on us before, it's not going to be the same way now. And God is talking to us and telling us the things you did before, so when you start seeing all this mess in your life, remember one of the prophecies says, there will be no prayer to take you out of there because you have been in disobedience. There is no prayer that this is scary. We're not talking about anything else that we are in the last days. One of the things we need to know and know, okay? One thing is for you to hear me saying it, but for you to process this inside is that you need to know that you need to know that you are not to take any decisions. Do not make decisions in this time. And remember that your life is in my hands. He said, during this time of divine transition, this is changes. This is unknown. We don't know what's coming. If you do not have discernment, 
if you do not have discernment, you will not be able to go through these changes that are coming. You will not know what to do. You're going to complain. You're going to say, why is this happening to me? Okay. And uh, what is discernment? And I'm not doing a, a, a class on discernment, okay? If the Lord allows me, I have prepared a class to go deep into discernment, what it is how for us to use it. I am talking to you about three things. Destiny, discernment, and timing, location, okay? So discernment is, uh, this is something that uh, one of the men of God from the past, Spurgeon, wrote. Discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. I'm going to say that again. Discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It is knowing the difference between right and almost right. When I saw this, I said, wow, because this is what it is. It is not right and wrong because they're going in the last days, God says that he's going to shorten the days just because of the, those that are elect. So it's knowing the difference between right and almost right. Okay. So we need to pray for uh, wisdom and discernment. And the Lord was telling me this afternoon, tell them that uh, wisdom and discernment and knowledge, is, it's like a marriage. They walk together. This is what he said. Tell them they walk together. So when we talk about discernment, wisdom, and knowledge, it's like a marriage. They walk together. Okay? And he was telling me that what is coming in the days ahead, if you don't have discernment, wisdom, and the knowledge, because we're going to perish for lack of knowledge. So can you imagine how important knowledge is? And he was saying that a lot of acts are going to come to offend us in the days ahead. There are going to be a lot of people, especially families, against each other. There is going to be a false sense of confusion. And it is just because there is going to be so much transition and something that none of us has seen before. We're not going to feel comfortable. It does not make any sense. And because of being unknown to us, it's going to create a lot of confusion. I'm going to say that again. Number one, there are going to come a lot of attacks to offend us. 
Remember, the enemy is going to use people around you because he's the accuser of the brethren. And he's going to use your family. He's going to use what you call friends and anybody. Because that's in this season, these are the things that are going to happen. There's going to be a false sense of confusion because where we are in transition, everything is new and everything is going to feel uncomfortable because it is new. Um, it's not going to make sense. And because of that, the enemy will continue to bring confusion and offenses between brothers and sisters. This is what God says that the reason that we need wisdom and discernment is because of the things that are coming. One thing that I, I am doing every night is before I go to bed, I wonder if tomorrow when we wake up, America or the world in general is going to be the same. Because I know what the prophets are saying. I know what God is saying. So we need wisdom and discernment. In order, uh, discernment is a gift. Okay? But remember that in order for you to receive the gift of discernment, wisdom, and knowledge, you must be totally surrendered to God. That's number one. Number two, he said, you must be at the place God wants you to be. Location is the key to your deliverance and to your overflowing blessings. There is no big sin and small sin. When we are out of place, God cannot bless us. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about uh, location, okay? Remember, he said the location is the key to your deliverance and to your overflowing blessings. During this time, everything that is coming, and as you are growing into your destiny or assignment, Remember that changes bring pain. There's going to be pain that is going to come because of everything that is happening in America or the world. He said that your assignment has a specific location ordained by God. Everything you need for, for you and for your assignment or destiny will be available at that location. And he said, tell them place and location matters. 
God will not bless you anywhere. You must be where he has ordained for you to be. He said, remember, God made places before he made people. God made places. He created the world before he created the people. So places, location is very, very important to God. Your place of destiny is determined by the location. And location is going to determine what grows in you. In other words, those gifts that God is going to deposit in you. Your place of destiny or your place of your assignment will determine what grows in you. If you are at the right location, God will protect you. If you are not, God will not protect you. And I'm going to give you examples of this. Remember, when we're talking about location, remember about Jonah, Esther, Ruth, Abraham. Remember Jonah with Nineveh? What, what was happening to him for being disobedient? So location is important. Remember Esther? Esther was raised by Mordecai. But when God was ready to bless her, she was moved to the palace. Where is your palace? Remember Ruth. Uh, left the Moab and followed Naomi to Bethlehem, where she met her husband Bo Boaz. Abraham. Abraham was instructed to leave his father's house. And he was sent to a new land. In other words, we need to remember over and over that God will not bless you when you're in disobedience. When it comes to all the changes, that are happening now and that are going to continue happening. Remember that prophecies and even the word of God says that many will die in these last days because they won't be able to go through what is coming. Okay, they will they will die from their uh, because of their heart. Their heart will fail them. So can you imagine how bad it's going to be? Uh, one of the reasons, and, and this I can testify, one of the reasons that uh, location is important, it is because when you are at that location that God has placed you, God will send those connections 
into your life that you need to fulfill that assignment. And I'm here to tell you, if anybody can talk about location, it's me. Because it took me two and a half hours one way to go to church and two and a half hours to come back. But it was there at that location where God connected me with the people that he wanted me to be connected. Even the name of the ministry, Ministry of Fire for Jesus Christ, was given to me at that location. So I look back now and I see how seriously that was. Because it was through that location, a guest prophet came, asked me to stand. I stood and she prophesied the name of the ministry. No, the, the name of the ministry is not something that I, I wanted to do. Or I, 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 first of all, I didn't have no idea that I had been called to the ministry. So just know how important that is. At that place, at that location, God connected me with so many men of God that, that impacted my life forever. Okay. And, and this one, it says, those who see you there at that location determine the favor that comes towards you. And that is true because as I met this person that gave me the name of the ministry, which at that time it was a name for me, I didn't know anything about the ministry, but I met people there. She was then connected and she says, I will never forget. She said, honey, honey, I'm coming to visit you because God is telling me that I must come to your ministry. And for many years, she was a blessing to the ministry. Why location matters? It controls the flow of favor in your life. It means that location is important because that's where your favor is going to be. And again, I can talk about favor in a way that with this project that I'm doing, there's so many choices for me, places to go, but I always felt this is the place. And even though I kept saying, Lord, I don't know if this is the place, but when I, you know why I know today? Because at that place, God sent everyone that is helping with this project. That's how I know that that was the place. People that I never knew, they have come and said, no, we're going to help. In a way that the people around me know, they know. That is something amazing. That only God can do that. 
but I was at the place called there by the grace of God. Remember that one day of favor is worth a thousand days of labor. Success, if you want to be successful, success is always linked to a place, the place of your assignment. So success is always linked to a place, the place of your assignment. Never stay where you have not been assigned. I remember I was uh, outside of the United States and I was in that place for three years. And one day God said, and the prophet says, if you don't leave now, you will die. I immediately started resolving my problem because I knew that if I stay there, there is no, there is no protection for me. I'm on my own. Being in a foreign country with no protection from God. So I knew that I had to run. I did everything in order. Okay, but I immediately started working in what I needed to do. There is only one specific place for your assignment. They're not here, there, no. It will happen. God will, but it's part of the assignment. God might transfer you to different place because it is part of your assignment. But there is always a specific place for that assignment. Every time that God moves you from glory to glory, he might move you to do a, a work for him in that place. But it is not to stay, it's to go, do what you need to do, do and move on. It says that if you don't if you don't have to stay, you don't have to stay where God has not assigned you. Okay? And you need to know. And the way he said it, it was like you cannot stay there, not even for a meal. That's how serious that is. Not even for a meal. God is saying, do not say not even for a meal. You do not need deliverance. You need direction. And you say, what does that mean? That many times the reason that things are happening to us is because we, we are out of place. And then when you get direction from God, everything will fall into place. So we talk about location 
And now we're going to talk about a little bit about discernment in a different level. Um, when we lack discernment, okay, when we lack discernment, it means when we, I'm so, let, let me just put it, when you have discernment, when you're a person with discernment, it means that you are spiritual mature. And uh, this example that I'm going to give you, you, you'll know because we all been here. When you don't have discernment, you marry the, the wrong person. When you don't have discernment, you start the wrong business. Okay. Carnality, when we do uh, decisions, when we make decisions on our own, carnality can never, never, never serve spirituality. People that are out there talking about other people, exposing pastors, exposing prophets, always fighting against each other, they do not have discernment. If they really understood that the only way for people not to be deceived is by having discernment. In other words, it doesn't matter how much I talk about a pastor or a prophet or an evangelist, nothing is gonna be fixed. And then we need to understand that the only reason, the only reason, it's because they lack discernment. If you don't have discernment, you're still a babe. I remember a class that I took many years ago, and, and I'm, I want you to have this uh, written down because it's uh, Galatians 4, 1. And this is something I have never, never forgot. Um, it says, now I say, as long as the heir, you and me are heirs to the throne, is a child, he does not differ at all from a slave, although he's owner of everything. I'm going to read that again. Okay. I say, as long as the heir is a child, he does not differ at all from being a slave, although he's the owner of everything. Okay. Let's say you are a billionaire and you have a child. 
but he's a child. So because he's a child, he does not understand that he owns everything that you have. And for us, because we are babes that still drinking milk, they haven't chewed meat, the meat of the spirit for a long time. They don't grow. They don't know how to fight. They don't know how to trust God. They're always afraid. Because fear and love can, you said, I love God, and you're afraid to do what he's telling you to do? Fear and, and love cannot go together. And yes, that is fear. But uh, when fear, let, let, me, let me say it, um, this project that I am doing for God, Sometimes, you know, I feel a little fear, but this fear that I feel does not stop me from doing what I need to do. But when fear paralyzes you, just think about that one. So he's, who's your king? Who's your Lord? Oh, what about, what about, oh, I love God, but I, I trusted, you see, this is what I, 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 man, this is for me, okay, this is me. I said, Lord, how can I trust you with my life? But don't trust you when you tell me to ask some, uh, to do something for you. How can you say that you trust God, but I'm not willing to take a step of faith? Something is wrong. And I say that to myself all the time. How can I tell the people how much I love you? But I am paralyzed with fear and I don't do what you tell me. I'm, at the end, I'm going to end up in a bad place. One mistake without discernment can destroy a generation. One mistake. Without discernment can destroy a generation. If you have any question, just feel free to uh, send it in the chat. Um, I, I want, I, I'm really concerned and I continue to tell, I, I, I could continue with the discernment and timing because timing, um, timing is so important. And remember what I said last week, am I supposed to be there? Even the church that you have been going for all your life, did you ask God, do I supposed to be there? This is, this is from the prophets, what God is telling the prophets to share with us. 
This is not from us. This is because God, God is warning us. Because God doesn't want anybody to perish. So I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, prophetic words that has been given. And uh, this morning, maybe around five o'clock in the morning, um, the Lord took me to this person. I don't know who the person is, but I know in the spirit. Um, One of the things uh, he was saying that this year, okay, uh, it's called the, the year of the great light. The year of the great light. And this is what God said. And the reference is Isaiah 9, 1 to 8. And the Lord says to study this every day. Read it, read it, read it and digest it. Because it is like in the days of old. He said the Lord told him, and he was talking about the month of March, okay? And he was saying, do not panic. Okay, and one of the reasons that God told him was that the economy is going to go really, really bad in the month of March. So do not panic. It's going to be, uh, let me, let me just read it. Um, I took almost all notes, but I know that I have it somewhere that it's clearer for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, Number three is uh, days of visitation. And uh, there's going to be for those that has um, that have continued to be sold out to God. There are going to be days of visitation, financial visitation. Okay, the gays are going to get all kind of sickness. It's going to be really, really, really bad. Uh, the Lord said to him that the Lord show him or, or had an encounter with him and the trumpet is ready to blow. But father says the church is not ready. And that's why he's holding on. And he said that there's some fathers like T.D. Jakes. Benny Hinn and others that will go home to be with the Lord. Um, 
Okay, and this is something that I I, I really want you to. Um, I have it here. It says there going to be the state of a nation's address. He didn't say where or anything like that. Okay, but God showed him a vision of something that is going to be implanted in your right arm. And the Lord says, tell them to run. It's a mark that is going to be put, but in your right arm. Uh, uh, 2023 is a year of gross darkness upon the people. But for us, it will be everlasting light. Remember that he said great light year. Uh, seven, it says, uh, the pr your prayer altars. They need to be operating. Uh, uh, that that uh, the enemy wants to kill men. Okay, the enemy in this season is going to start killing men. And then after he finished with men, they're going to target women and children. Like I said, that's, you know, that's the enemy. Um, okay. Um... Okay, he mentioned the uh, 10 virgins, but he really, this is the time for the five wise virgins. And those that have oiled their lamps, you will be illuminated and your voice will be heard this year because they're the 10 but five are the wise, and those are the ones that your voice will be illuminated this year. Okay, um, God showed him a, a people, and he thinks that they are so, uh, South America or Central America because of the color of the skin. And God is telling those people in those uh, countries, uh, be careful that you are not in the wrong place at the wrong time. Again, for South America and Central America. There is going to be a, it's like a dam that is, let me see, I, hmm. It's gonna be a, yeah, like a dam that is gonna break. And mi millions, he says thousands and thousands of people are gonna die. Okay. Let's see. Um, 
a civil unrest in the United Kingdom, which bring about a revolution against the crown. And all of this is a work instigated by those within the parliament. Uh, number, I, I, I lost the numbers, but it says here that uh, many people, uh, they're going to be an exodus. Many people, they will return to their roots. Many, many people. And he said, be careful with the WHO and the IMF. They are coming after your food, shelter and clothing. But many people, because of desperation of food, may sell their soul to the devil. I'm going to say that again. They're going to come news with the health. Uh, let me see. I wrote something else. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The, the, uh, the IMF is the monetary something. He says, don't believe what you hear from them from the health department and from uh, those that are dealing with our money. Because many, he said, many, many people, God show him, they're going to sell their soul to the devil because they're not going to have food or shelter and clothing. And out of desperation, they're going to take whatever. Okay, let's see. I'm looking for things that... Uh... Okay, uh, run out of Washington, flee out of Washington, Chicago, Detroit, California, and he said, do it now. Uh, he didn't say why, but those are places that when Jesus comes, you are not to be there. Washington, Chicago, Detroit, and California. Okay, a public banning of Bibles in public places in Ukraine. You can have the Bible at the home. But not in public places is coming in Ukraine. Uh, and this is the last one. There's going to be an agenda to privatize a health care system. 
rules would be implemented and priorities would be given to those va vac those vac vaccinations and chipped, which the church are not going to be included. They are going to privatize the healthcare system. It's okay that you're not vac uh, uh, you didn't take the vaccine. But those that took the vaccine, they have priority. To those that didn't, it will be leftovers. Okay. I always, that was five o'clock in the morning because I couldn't fall asleep. And I was um, just talking to God and I shared this with all of you because I know it's important to know. Okay. And it's important to know that we are not prepared for what's coming. People might laugh at you now because you are uh, the, the prophets and, and I have somebody uh, that is going to share something else. Uh, even there are prophets that are saying, prophets that are asking people, uh, have you bought the piece of land? Because in order for the Christian to eat, we're going to have to produce what we eat. And this is from the heart of God. And people say, oh, they, I don't believe it. That's okay if you don't believe it. Your Lord is not going to be in my hands. Because I am open, I am honest, and I don't want anything to happen to any of you. So just know those are the things that are to come. And I want uh, Maria to just come and share. Uh, she sent me a video and uh, we, all, we don't like to mention names because God says that we're not here to promote anyone. And if God said that, so we don't mention names. Uh, so, um, and I want her to, to share a little bit. And why do I do this? Because I don't want you to perish because I want you to understand. And this man, it, it's, it's like the way that he speaks, you know, because people are not listening. Um, I know him for a long time and I have never seen him so desperate because the way that he was talking, he's desperate. Why he's desperate? Because he says, God is telling me that the people are not listening. And I understand because as a prophet, okay, you inside of you, you don't act like anybody else. I care. It is something that God has put in my heart for me to care for you, for me to uh, uh, try, because that's all I can do, try to guide you to the right place. But that is the heart of the prophet that it is not understood by many. Amen. So Maria, can you please uh, share? Hello, Dante. Good evening. Greetings and blessings to all that are listening tonight. What Dr. has spoke about tonight in the, her teaching, a lot has also was, was, was brought up in this, in this uh, man of God that he, uh, he um, 
was putting out you know his warning um, to, to prepare for what is coming. Uh, the title of his of the uh, the video that we are watching was preparing for 2030 and the coming of the global crisis. And he was saying exactly what Doctor just said right now. The church has been stiff-necked. The church is not ready. We are the ones who have decided our own destiny because if we do not align up, if the church does not agree with what heaven is saying, then we, it does not come to pass. And we have been listening, he said, what has happened in 2020, that we have been, uh, the church has been complacent, hasn't spoken up, has just been um, uh, stiff-necked and stubborn. Um, Hold on, Maria. Yeah. Carlene, for some reason, she, uh, people are not listening well. Sí, el volumen de Maria está bajo. Okay, Maria, puedes, uh, can you increase your volume? Yes, it's all increased. Can you hear me? No, it's really far. Hello? Yeah, it's really far, Maria. Yeah, it is really okay. Well, try to speak a little bit louder. Okay. Hello, can you hear me now? Yes, I, I, I we can hear you, but the um, Carlene, can can you increase in computer? No, tal vez es que ya tiene los audífonos puestos, pero yo no puedo controlarlo desde acá. No, no, no. I'm talking about you. No, yo no puedo controlar el audio de ella. Tiene que... No, de ella no. El de nosotros para... Uh, no, uh, no se puede, doctora. Está al okay. máximo ahorita. Ok. Ok. Uh, yeah, María, because there is a little problem okay. and people say that they're not listening. I'm sorry. Uh, my apologies. Can you hear me a little bit better? Yes. Yes. Uh, now you can scream. Go ahead. Ok, let me scream. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> so... What you have been saying, doctor, what you have been saying, that's exactly what this man of God was saying, that because the church is not listening, we much of this has been our own decision because we have not aligned up with what heaven's truth is and be listening and to all of these lies which we have been listening to and some coming to. Uh, it didn't have to happen this way, but he is warning the church to prepare. He says we have seven more years to prepare, um, to prepare for captivity, global reset. And he is there, his message is to prepare the church to live on the other side. Now, the reason why I got into this, I saw this uh, video, was that same night I had a dream and I had a dream about being in captivity. Yes. I was there with some other people and there was this person that we could not do anything. We couldn't do anything without asking this permission from this person. And we were all in captivity and, and I woke up from the dream and I said, my God, uh, that was all my thought was captivity. And when I just started to pray, I 
it was about three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, I started praying and I said, Lord, teach me, teach me to number my days. And I started looking, I was, I was looking for some music, but came upon this video. And the first thing he was saying, captivity is coming. Captivity is coming. 2030, there will be a year like no other year in the history of this world. And as I sat there listening to him, he says it cannot be stopped, and it's coming full speed ahead. And as a prophet, he's called to prepare the church. And his message is famine, pestilence, and captivity is coming, and it's time to wake up. Pick it up and run with the Lord and ask him exactly what you are to do in these final and these end days leading up to 2030. He said, life as we know it will be extremely different as we know it today. And uh, he said that we have the seven more years to prepare for this. And he was very adamant saying the issue, like in Daniel 9, 26 points out, the issue at hand, we are not hearing or listening to the prophets today. The church has been double-minded. The church has been weak. And the church is compromised. And what we see today is just the beginning and will work up to the 2030 like, any, like no time ever before. And he says the season, the season of captivity, um, his message was Babylon, Babylon is coming. Babylon is coming. He mentioned that Babylon, just like doctor said tonight in her message, in her teaching, Babylon in Hebrew is confusion. And confusion is already beginning to come through as we see nothing Everything that we thought, just like doctor said tonight, everything that we thought was right is now turned around. And what right was now wrong, what was wrong is now right, and what was right is now wrong. He said many of the church is waiting for a revival to come. He said that is very wrong. The revival will not come until we are in captivity. Amen. That's Just true. like they did when it was when the Babylon came and took them in captivity. They were they were worshiping and asking God to please bring a revival that time. So the very interesting thing about this whole thing was that um, just like Joseph, you know, God would is raising these people, those that he's been preparing and those who have been listening for to fulfill their destiny for such a time as this, just like Dr. went through Esther and, and uh, Abraham and all of those people. If Joseph had, had not been at the right location, the whole tribe of Israel been wiped out. And doctor said, it take one thing of discernment to wipe out one whole generation. And he was risen up and he had great discernment, great wisdom, and he was at the right location. So God is uh, giving us this time, just like doctor is saying tonight, to ask, to ask God, to sit in that presence of God, to make sure that you are on your, you are fulfilling your destiny as we speak. 
all the prophets, many of the church thinks, oh, well, we're just going to be ruptured out or we'll be, it's not going to happen to us. He said, let me remind you, all the prophets, Elijah, uh, they all, they all went through the crises with the people. None of them were exempt. When it was a drought, he went, they went through it. When there was a famine, they went through it. So they will be there and hopefully they, people will, you know, will, will listen and understand. But one really interesting thing that he said in this video was the confusion. Babylon means confusion. And he also cited Isaiah 39 when the prophet Isaiah spoke to King Hezekiah. And he said to the king, he said, behold, there's days are coming that some of your own sons who are born to you shall be taken away. And they will be, they will be in 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 nukes and in the palace of the king of Babylon, eunuchs and the kings of Babylon. So when you see the confusion and when you see our youth today, what is going on in with our youth that the spirit of confusion, Babylon is coming in to take and overcome our children, our youth. And this had been prophesied back to the back to Hezekiah back then there. So our children are becoming confused with the gender identity. And why does the enemy want to take away our children? Why does the enemy want to render our children powerless, ineffectively powerless? Because he, run a, he, he read Genesis 3.15, the seed will crush Satan's head. So it is a battlefield. It is a time of sincere and uh, extreme uh, battle that is a, ready to come in, and it will peak at that 2030, and he said there will never be a year like that before. He said our children, it will become, and doctor mentioned this today, there will be a time that our children will just turn their, they will, they will transform, they will have their gender reassignment just to get a job or just to eat. Dr. Said mentioned something like that tonight. That they will be uh, they will be hungry. There will be no food. It's a famine and a captivity. And the favor will be on those who do what Babylon in the palace of Babylon and they will be in there as powerless and ineffective men who will not be able to crush the seed, to crush the head of Satan. And that is why everything is being pushed, uh, like uh, pushed. And he said that um, you, uh, the church has to wake up. Jezebel has entered the church and has neutering the church. There is no power to command to uh, command what it, and speak and preach the gospel about holiness and 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 holiness and 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 being uh, giving your life to Christ in holiness and and fulfilling that destiny. They've conformed, and that really uh, that really hit home because in my hometown, the church, one of the pastors in the church, and and right here in my hometown. Uh, they had a whole day for gender, uh, for transgender, and and for for the whole community to come in and 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 take over their services. So the church today is being is 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 
being neutered, powerless, and rendered in powerless. So the prophet is pleading, and he is pleading for you to understand that you have seven, the church has seven years to plan. And how do we plan to get, uh, how, what is, what, what should we be doing? Just like the doctor is saying, it's that discernment, that wisdom to fulfill your destiny, to get in his presence, to understand what your assignment is, to begin, he said, when, um, uh, to begin to build what you will need in the future. Unfortunately, many do not believe the prophet and they will be, as doctor said, many shall die. Many shall die. If you see with Joseph, Goshen was the one he and his house prospered and were fed. Even those who lived in Egypt, many of them were still going hungry. And so location is a very, very big, play, a very big thing. If God tells you to relocate, you need to relocate because that is where you'll find your blessing and that is where your destiny, where you are destined to be to fulfill the purposes of God. So that is about all yeah, that, thank that I have yeah, for, thank that, for, that, for that video. Thank, thank, you. thank you, Maria. Thank you, Maria. I, I have I a... Have a Why do I have... A can you disconnect Maria? So, can you hear me? Sí, muy bien, doctora. Okay. Let me let me read this prophecy. Is uh, uh, she's a, 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 a intercessor, real intercessor, and she sent it. Let me let me say this to you. If you want a copy of this prophecy, you can go to ministry of fire for jesus christ international on facebook and you can get a prophecy i already posted she sent it to me today but i wanted people to have it ministry of fire for jesus christ and then you can read it there or you can copy you can send it to somebody else you can do whatever you want because this is the voice of god and i know i want you to be encouraged okay this is really good uh it's called i am shaking of the dry season a few weeks ago during a prayer meeting i had a vision of a large man walking through a wheat field the physical appearance of the man was larger than average. The man walked through the field until he arrived at one corner and took his hand to make a sweeping motion, which he gathered a bundle of wheat and placed under his right arm. As the man walked with a bundle of wheat, being held between his arm and side, he suddenly began to shake the bundle up and down in his arm side. As he did this, the dust began to fall to the ground. He took the bundle over and over, shaking the dust away from the wheat. As quickly as the vision came, it went. I began seeking the Lord as to what I had seen, and I heard 
absolutely nothing. A few days went by and I was at our prayer time. During that time, my pastor had called upon one of the intercessors to pray, especially to what she heard the Lord say for her to pray into. While she prayed, I was immediately taken back to the vision. I then heard the Lord say, I am shaking off the dry season. The things that have weighted my people down with no life are being shaken off. Glory to God. The dead and dry things must be shaken before I can reveal the fruit. And I am shaking off the dry season. Beloved saints, I want to encourage you today that though the threshing floor is your reality, fruit must be revealed. There is a shaking happening. Do not grow weary, for the shaking is removing away the dead, dry and lifeless things in your life. The kingdom will remain unshakable. The fruit of righteousness through Christ is being revealed in his son's and daughters glory to god glory to god you see the shaking is happening because god wants to take all the dust out of our lives so the new gift and the new blessings can come so we can fulfill god's assignment so even in the shaking everyone is saying do not fear do not be concerned. You need to be concerned if you just has been a churchgoer and don't have a relationship with God. But if you are one with God, if your life is for God, if you're willing to do whatever God tells you to do, you know within your heart, you don't need to worry about it. Because in spite of every shaking that is coming, you will rejoice because even the transfer of wealth is coming in this season. But the church thinks that it is for everybody, but it is not. It's for those that have paid the price, for those that are willing to do whatever God wants them to do. So just know that even through all of this shaking, it's a good thing. Because God is within this shaking. And Father, we thank you today. We thank you because you are God. We thank you, Father God, for the shaking that is here. It's not that it's coming, it's here. We know it's here. Thank you for those prophetic words that you have given us, Lord, that we do not need to be of concern, Father God. We need to be equipped, we need to be prepared, and we need to be fulfilling our destiny, your assignment for us. Father, I thank you for the shaking here in Ministry of Fire. We rejoice with you and we say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father, because we are here and we surrender you, our life to you totally. We surrender our life to you, Father God, today. 
And Lord, hold our hand and walk with us every single day until that day that we see you face to face. Help us, Lord. Help us, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, everyone is blessed. Uh, we have, I just want you to touch and agree with me. Uh, we're going to uh, pray for Susan. She needs to be born again and she needs to be healed. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come in one accord and we declare and decree that Susan is, has been made whole. From the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, Father God. Lord, I thank you that she's coming. But she's coming because she has seen your goodness, Father God. Because she has seen, Father God, that without you, there is no hope. Father, we thank you, Father God, because this is going to be a miracle in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for Juana, Lord, for her healing, Father God. From the top of her head to the bottom of her feet, anything that is out of place, we declare that you will put it in place. Anything that is out of place in her head, Lord, you will put it in place in Jesus' name. And Father, for everyone that was part of the podcast today, open their eyes, Lord. Open their eyes, Father. We're a family. And we don't want to see any, anyone stay behind together in one accord, together in this life and together in the next life, Father God, helping each other, praying for each other, comforting each other, Father God. Lord, you are preparing a place for your people. And Lord, I, I thank you. I really, really, really thank you, Father God, that those that you will send, they will always be welcome. And there will be no fear of provision. There will never be lack because, Father, that is your. You said, prepare my place. Prepare my place. Prepare my place. Prepare me a place, Lord. And that place that we are preparing is for all to come and behold the liver set free. And the hungry, Father God, they will always have spiritual food ready, and also in the physical, Lord. And I thank you, Father. Bless their home. Bless their mind, their ears. Lord, remind them not to look at just anything, not to say things that are not of you, Father God, not to connect with people that are out of place, no matter who they are. And Father, we thank you that you will bless them this week and their families. Lord, that whatever need they have, it shall be no more because of you. Because we are just a group of people that are hungry and thirsty for you. We are willing to do whatever it takes, Father God, whatever it takes to help each other. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, Thank you. And if you want to read the prophetic word or you want to have it or you want to send it, just go to Ministry of Fire uh, for Jesus Christ in Facebook or any of the um, places, wherever they are. But I know Facebook, it's there. Amen. Until next week, be blessed. Do not fear and trust in God.
He will never disappoint you. Amen. God bless and have a good night. God of miracles You're a God of faithfulness You're a God of peace You're a God of holiness And I believe I believe in you, my King. Yes, I believe. Yes, I believe you're a God of miracles. You heal the broken heart. Food to the poor, you with us in our troubles. Yeah, you're with us through it all. Yes, I believe. Yes, I.
God.